The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. This is episode 66. I'm Rich. And I'm Scott. Today we're gonna go, we're gonna talk about what RPGs we do want to be resurrected. We wish for them to be. Yep, there's lots of different RPG games that either never got a sequel or series that never got produced. So we thought we'd take a look back and fantasize about our most wanted revivals. But before that, let's see what we've been doing this week. Scott, just give it, just, just go with your long list. Just do it. <laughs> go. Well, I have a good excuse. It's been two review episodes or two review episodes in a row. So it's been a minute this time. Ah, but, um, okay. Well, I'm going to speed through this. Um, I feel like it doesn't matter though. I feel like I play every game every week, just about. You do. So you about the, about the same size amount. Uh, it just depends. Oops. Okay. So been playing Disgaea, which is the uh, the current Golden Years game. I think I mentioned that on a previous episode. Um, very difficult, very grindy. However, I think I might have overcome the initial difficulty hill, uh, and I'm starting to like it. The battle system is very fun and you have to think about what you're doing a lot but i'm worried that i'm going to get further in and then like it's going to kick my ass <laughs> but i know bill I overcame the uh overcame the difficulty curve because he's in like chapter 10 now and at this point i'm like dude slow down i'm only in chapter four or some shit so <laughs> <laughs> i have it on the switch i just haven't had a chance to like really play it like i booted it up so mm. I can't really recommend it yet, just because I'm still too early. But um, I'm I'm gonna be interested to see how it plays out, if that makes sense. Like I could see myself really liking the game by the time I beat it. I can also see myself quitting. So <laughs> we'll find out. You're gonna pull a me. Yep. Basically. Exactly. A rich. Hey, you've you've kept up with WAF, so. Oh my god, it's a it's amazing that I've done that. <laughs> um, also been playing Final Fantasy two. I'm in the middle of the uh, the bonus dungeons. The way the bonus dungeons work is you get each character's ultimate weapon. Have you played FF2 before, Rich? No. Yeah, so you get a bunch of characters that end up either leaving the party or dying. And so the way the bonus dungeons in, this, in FF2 work in the PSP version 
is you can kind of go and do them at any time, but that character has to be in your party. So you can start doing the bonus dungeons from like very early on. Really? So I was That's making weird. some good headway in the story. And then it was like, oh, but this character is about to leave my party forever. So I'm in the middle of bonus dungeons now. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. Um, Corey's been playing Persona 5 Strikers still. Not a whole lot to say about that. We're also playing Ace Attorney 5. Not a whole lot to say about that. We just finished Case 5. Um, I've, I've still been doing the Pokemon Sword, Isle of Armor DLC. You have not done the DLC, right? I have not. I need to boot that up because I feel like you're going to blow past it and we'll need to talk about it. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do like a, a review on the DLC at some point if you do indeed play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been okay so far, but there is one thing that happened last time I played that made me really mad. Um, so they give you this new Pokemon that's exclusive that wasn't like created until this DLC about halfway into it. And it's level 10. And all the other Pokemon around that area are like level 60. Yep. And it forces you to use this Pokemon because in order to proceed with the story, you have to be really good. You have to have like a good friendship with that Pokemon. Okay. And so I can't think of any other instance that I've experienced where it's like you have to use this Pokemon. And it's well, it's just fucking annoying. I don't want to Can't use you? It. Can't you take that Pokemon back to like the the mainland and do stuff with it and level it up there? You can, okay. um, but like I've beat the game. I don't have anything else to do on the mainland. <laughs> like, really. You're like I don't want to go back there. Yeah. So, okay, um, that makes sense. So hopefully, you know the the second DLC doesn't do the same thing. I've heard that the second DLC is better, but anyway. Okay. We've still been playing Resident Evil 6 on our quest to get through the entire Resident Evil series. I think you're going to talk about Resident Evil also when we get to your section. Um, Briefly. We we finished Leon's campaign last night, which means only three campaigns to go. (laughs) Um, Corey and I actually got into a bit of a a dispute last night because, um, not a dispute, but like, he wants to go ahead and play Resident Evil 8 because that's yeah. what everybody's playing right now. Uh, you know, uh, Meanwhile, I'm like, I have to play the series in order. I have to know the whole story and all that shit. Um, and like, everybody's playing it. We're not. I, I get his side of the argument, but it's also like, I haven't finished RE6 before. So like, I want to see the whole story and have it all in my back, the back of my head. You get what I'm, you see my dilemma. Yeah. I do. I get your dilemma. I think it's funny though. I mean, Corey's, you guys are home together all the time. And I feel like Corey would be off in a closet somewhere, like playing the game and like secretive. It's like, I'm not playing it. I swear to God. <laughs> I told him you last know. night, I was like, you can play it. Cause he was like bitching so much. I was like, you can yeah. play it without me. It's okay. I give you permission and I will continue. Cause I, cause Resident Evil is so important to me that I want to know the whole story, you know? Yeah. I get um, that. It, it really does. Now, here's the thing for you. If you don't want to play 7, you can. There is a deal within Resident Evil 8 where it gives you like a video of what happened in 7. But I want to play 7, too. Seven okay, supposed fine. to be good. It is pretty good. So, yeah, you're going to have to play that. It's 6. It's like the final barrier, right? That's like yeah. one of the worst in the series. So, Sort of. I mean, yeah, it is. But, okay. I'm not. I'm done talking about it. I can't. Okay. I can't talk about it. Still not been yet. playing some Nautica. 
like last time, I'm obsessed. I love it. I want it. I wish I was playing it right now and not talking to you. So, <laughs> all right, thanks. Appreciate. I'm it. just kidding, <laughs> but for real, no. Uh, Did- I'm really loving it. Uh, there's not much more to say about that. Last weekend, I had a couple of buddies come over and uh, stay the weekend. Some of my closest friends that I haven't seen since before the pandemic started because of the pandemic. We're all vaccinated now, and we played a bunch of Smash Online. And I'm proud to say I'm much, much closer to completing all of those challenges I've talked to you about before. Remember I told you like the challenges are kind of like the achievements in that game. Yeah. Yeah. And the online ones were the only ones I have left. I've beaten 40 people now. I just got to beat 10 more. You got this. I'll get there. You got this. We also played a bunch of Mario Party. Nothing much to say there. Also, Woff. Also on stream started playing a game called Box Boy plus Box Girl with Corey. That's our new boyfriend stream game. Have you oh, heard cool. of it? I have not heard of it. But uh, I, I do check out your guys' uh, streams occasionally. So when's the next uh, boyfriend stream? Probably the week after I get, I get back if uh, cool. Corey's still here. Um, <laughs> it's it's like a little like indie, almost indie-ish like platformer game, but it's pretty fun. Hmm. I also started Secret of Mana, which Why? is... Well... You know, I've, I've started playing Switch games while I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. And you're going to find out in just a second that I finished uh, Shovel Knight. I, I was not ready to announce that just yet. Oops. Um, so that, that was a, a long time coming, but I needed a new treadmill game. Disguise is also a treadmill game. But it's like, I couldn't think of... It had, the treadmill games are very specific, right? They can't be too... I don't. Have to, I can't think about them too much. They mm-hmm. can't require too much reflexes, or I will literally die, like I almost did when I tried to play Celeste. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see where it goes. But I, I'm not going to take it slow because I have a feeling there's going to be a couple people that are going to make a push to make this the next RPG club game. Well, those people are wrong. I don't really care either way, but I don't want to be like into Section Three if that does become the game. If that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, but the, uh, I'm going to rig the system. I bet you are. I bet you are. It's what's going to happen. Other games we beat, The Medium. I want to play it again. It was, a, it was a decent game, but it wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. Um, and then also I beat the mobile game, Lara Croft Go. I love that game. I ha- if anybody likes like puzzle games that makes you think about shit, but is also like very, it's almost like ASMR. I would highly recommend it. That was a very mm. good game. Is that a mobile game? Yeah, but it's a it's one of the rare good mobile games. Nice. Now check it out. Yep. That's it for me. I'm so sorry, but uh, maybe I was thinking maybe I should just start like listing like the top five like my. The biggest five updates every time we do this <laughs> section or something. Sorry. I, or you're just not playing so many games. I mean, damn. Yeah, for real. I, need, I should do something with my life other than yeah. play games. No. All right. So let's get to my list, my condensed list here, because I have so many games I play. Um, so naturally, Woff, I've been playing some of that World of Final Fantasy. Where are you? I am doing those intervent, uh, interventions. Like I'm still oh, okay. Or, You're I'm right. Still... Where we just did the interventions right before this podcast, we were playing Wolf. 
So yeah, so like we're still behind. I'm still behind. Um, Remember when you said you wanted to have it done by today? That was really ambitious. Yeah, I've heard this section is like double the length, like ten hours long. So who did that? Who did that to us? We have an announcement coming up uh, about the RPG Club here in a second. But yes, okay. Subnautica. Been playing some of that because my boy. Did you tell me that you started this? Yeah, do you have on my Switch? Remember? Right, right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, Are you? What do you think? I like it so far. I'm just gathering resources and doing some a few things. Like I'm at the very beginning. The first couple hours are the hard are like the worst slash hardest part of the game because you're so limited on resources. You don't have like you're constantly running out of air because your tanks are, you know, shit. O2 tanks. Um, but eventually, okay. once you like figure out what materials you need and you get like the very basics you need to survive built, it's uh, it, it gets its hooks into you. So stick with it for at least a, a, you know two or three hours. Sweet, I'm gonna do it. Um, I picked up Mass Effect, the, the trilogy. Uh, I, I picked it up too. Holy shit! Wow, a light just fell. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Scott's dying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect was picked up. So I've got it. I just uh, started the area where I'm questioning uh, people in a, in, a, in a club to find out where Gaius is. So hmm. I'm fairly beginning of it. I've never played the games before. I haven't either. I want to, though. That's why I pre-ordered it also, because it came with a steelbook. But Yeah, so hopefully it'll be good. Uh, I've been playing Tales of the Abyss 3DS. On I my know Tales uh, 3DS. of the Abyss was on 3DS. It is. It's a pain in the ass to find. Well, so, you work at GameStop, so. Oh, this was an eBay buy. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Huh. Okay. Well, how's that going? Not bad. Not bad. I like it so far. Um, You're going to finish I, the entire Tales series at once, because I feel like you've started four of them. I probably have. Um, <laughs> just never go back to them. Um, I've been playing uh, Pokemon Gold. Like like so, the original? Yeah. Okay. I have it on my uh, 3DS. Man. Uh, I didn't even know you started that. I just started it. It's like, I just, I literally just started. I got a couple battles. I save and then go to bed. And this is what's been happening. Hmm. So, um, and then you better get your finger on the button. Okay. Okay. Resident Evil 8 completed. Spoiler free. What did you think? Loved it. Loved it. Oh my God, it's so good. Yes, Corey, I completed it. I did complete it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you were in for some shocks. How let long me, let me, about was was your uh, or do you know what your playtime was? I think about eight or nine hours. I want to say it wow. might have been the upper nine hours. That short. It might have been longer than that, but no, it's they're not that long. They're they're usually about ten hours long. Yeah, I know. Hell, there are people streamers that have finished it like multiple times already even just on stream yeah in like two hours yeah of course most streamers stream longer than i do so yeah but i'm just i'm just saying there's some stuff that you when you get into the castle look around look for imagery look for things that are on the walls um i'm not gonna complain waste i see you down there making comments um and the the big vampire chick 
Lady Dimitris. Yes. Um, not as big as role as you think she is. Yeah, I've heard, not to spoil anything, but I have heard that she's only around for like a, like a couple hours in the game. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. Let's I'm not. saying just, just people were like, oh my God. Um, whoever, I, I don't know if we've talked this, about this before, and I've seen this on tweets before, is um, whoever's at Capcom really hates Ethan's hands. I've also been spoiled about that. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's just not, there, there's just like several times it's like, all right, cool. I guess uh, he doesn't need his hands anymore. Uh, but no, he's still, he still is. But I cannot wait for the both of you guys to play it um, okay. because it is, it's really good. I'm very excited. Okay. We'll get there eventually. It, it sets something up at the end as well. So I'm just, there's, there's some big thing that's going to happen in this game, the story-wise, that I cannot wait for um, Corey to see it and you to see it. Okay. So I know he's like probably pissed off and like really mad at you right now, but no, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, March next year. <laughs> all right. But that's it. That's all I've been playing. That's it. All right. Well, that's actually more than usual for you. So high yeah. Five, broski. Oh shit. Didn't mean to high five the mic. Um, all right. So going on to our housekeeping, our announcements, save state of the podcast real quick. Um, so I do have, a secret super special announcement real quick. Um, our very own Bill slash Matunica slash FF7 Materia Lockdown. He is working on a bonus episode for you guys. And it's about a game that is not out yet. Mm-hmm. I was actually planning on announcing what that game was on this episode. But I hold, I, I saw him tell somebody earlier today that he can't legally talk about it, and he didn't answer me when I tried to reach out to him. So just just look out for a bonus episode on a game that's not out yet. Um, We're just going to delete that out of the, out of the, uh, out of the dock yeah. here. <laughs> but they'll, um, they'll just get sued. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. You're fine. You don't need money. Uh, the second thing in the housekeeping is the indie spotlight. So what that means is we I put out a tweet uh, probably a couple days ago regarding um, – any developer. So if you have a game or you know somebody that's working on an RPG game and is getting ready to release, if they would like to contact us, we would like to do once a month um, in the like promo spotlight for that game. You know, just want to, you know, give back to the community, make sure that we're doing all we can to get the indie developers their chance at a community for them to get more spotlight. So there's that. So if you know anything, if you know anybody that really wants to, you know, doesn't know how to go about advertising, let us know. Send us a DM on our Twitter account at RPG Years. That way you can uh, reach out to either myself or Scott. We'll we'll talk to you and let you know. So, Rich is really uh, into the uh, into the supporting the indie developers. And hey, yes. I guess I, I guess I can be uh, I can play along. Sure. Yeah, you can play along definitely. Um. So the other thing too is the I just did it today. I really would like everybody to get behind this the best they can is on our, our Twitter account uh, at RPG years. I did a tweet to square Enix and final fantasy. I would like to see if we can get our, that tweet 500,000 retweets, have them bring the final fantasy 13 trilogy to modern consoles. So let's go, let's do this. 500, make it happen. That's a lot. I know, but it, you got to make it worth a while. I, a million. I was like, let's do a million. I'm like, oh, let's not do that. I mean, I would be the first in line for a Final Fantasy 13 
trilogy oh, yeah. remaster, whatever. You would not a remaster, just port the damn thing over. Not a remaster, just bring it on over. I guess that's true. It's already HD, but yeah, I think it's on. It's available on uh, Xbox already for like. It's on the Game 4K. Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass stuff, but and PC, but it's not really a good port on the PC. And you know, let's bring it to PlayStation. Let's do that. And you know, yes, it is available for people on the, on Game Pass and PC, but. Why not a physical copy of those games? That's what we're looking for. You know, a steelbook for Scott. I mean, I would go from uh, 6 to midnight, so. <laughs> yeah. So, that's it. Definitely get out there and retweet that, guys. We'd okay. love to see what happens. I hope, I hope it happens. And if it does happen, even if it's two years from now, we get credit. So Yep. All right. So, the RPG Club that we mentioned, um, as, of course, the game is World of Final Fantasy. For those that don't know, it is a segment that we do every other week um, where we talk about a small chunk of a game that we and the rest of the community are playing one section at a time. It's kind of like a book club, but for RPGs. And the current checkpoint is to finish the game. We're on the last segment here. However, um, we, as a community, seriously misunderstood how um, long this last section is. I've heard it's a, it's about double the length of a normal section. So we have decided to delay that one more week. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm going on vacation. Nope. <laughs> um, th- th- but that's due now one week uh, from its previous due date. That's Sunday, May 30th. So go ahead. But don't let that uh, give you any rest like you need to go and play it because it's long yep so it is very long yep all right last announcement materia lockdown if you don't know what that is it is a a charity challenge created by bill to basically raise money for the motor neuron disease association basically you go and play final fantasy 7 the original and a twitter bot created by jay assigns what color materia you're allowed to use and yeah that's uh it makes the game a lot more interesting. It's already a super easy game, more or less. And you can find out more about that by going to materialockdown.com, a website created by myself, and following FF7MLD on Twitter, which is a Twitter bot created by our very own Jay, who will be back eventually, we swear. I was going to say, who's Jay? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't uh, know of a Jay you speak of. How many of? more episodes before he can return? What What's... Let's see. It's May twentieth, so we got about three weeks, I think, because he said yep. after the tenth of June, something yeah. like that. It's like he's been banished. Yeah, <laughs> to the to the shadow realm. But that's it for the announcements. All right, guys, let's let's just jump right in. Let's go to the news. Take us to it. Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. All right, Scott. You want me to kick us off? Just go for it, buddy. (laughs) Let's kick it off. All right. Our first article here is kind of exciting if you're a Dragon Quest fan. So Square Enix has announced that they're going to be holding a 35th... Whoa, can't talk. 35th anniversary live stream for Dragon Quest. And they've done these live streams before, but the reason this one might be significant 
is because um, for the first time ever, they are also going to have an uh, a live English translation going on of the conference. Hmm. So I'm thinking they're going to announce something big here, and a lot of other people are thinking that the same thing. I wonder what it would be. I mean, it could be a bunch of things, right? Like it could, it be, could be. So it could be like a Dragon Quest Builders 3. It could be a port of like Dragon Quest 4, 5, and 6 or some shit to the Ooh. Switch. I mean, the Grand Poobah, right, would be Dragon Quest 12. I mean, that seems... All these things seem like pie in the sky, but who knows? Maybe. We'll see. Um, it looks like the stream is May 27th at noon Tokyo time, which probably means like midnight or some shit for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but you're not really a big Dragon Quest guy, Rich, right? Not, not too entirely much, but you know, we can see what happens. Maybe it would be fun for us to start doing like live stream reactions to big RPG related events like this. But every time they're doing that, like it's three in the morning. That's true. That's true. And we have jobs. Yeah. I can't say I'm particularly excited because I'm not a big Dragon Quest fan, but we'll have to we'll have to try it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's about it for that. Yeah. All right. So this was just kind of uh, talked about today, which would be new uh, Nino Kuni Two Revenant Kingdom launches for Switch September 17th. Um, so if you are a big fan of that series, um, we talked about it briefly a couple weeks ago when it was rumored that it was going to happen, and then all of a sudden, boom. It happens. So, just so you guys know, um, yeah, it is it coming the last out. Last time we did a podcast, we talked about the rumor. Yeah, so it's going to happen for sixty dollars. Um, for that man, that's a pretty expensive for. That is the kind of edition. on the higher side. Well, it's got all the DLC and everything for it, so I'm curious on what that's going to look like. Um, so stay tuned for more information. I am probably going to pick it up as well. Um, I had the first game, and I do want to play that more. I I briefly played it, so. I've heard right, the second one isn't good. as good as the first. Uh, that's probably why it wasn't ported over until mm-hmm. now. So, yeah, stay tuned, guys. That's yep. pretty much it. Uh, exciting. All right, next up. Apparently, the game Story of Seasons is Exceed Games' fastest-selling game. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about this whole series. Um, is, is it like It's like Harvest Moon, right? Yes. Or Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically. Let's see. It sold, let's see, Friends of Mineral Town sold 200,000 units within five months, reaching 250,000 lifetime units. So how much did Olive Town, I'm trying to find it in this article. Oh, it has surpassed 200,000 units in two months on sale. Oh, wow. That is significantly faster selling than anything we've seen so far. Hmm. Good for them. These games just don't appeal to me that much. Nah. So I bet I bet Waste Please in the chat would like them, though. He loves Animal Crossing. Anyway, good for XC. And then another uh, sales article, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin has shipped 950,000 units worldwide, which is pretty crazy because Sakuna is a game that uh, kind of came out of nowhere, I kind of feel like. Like I had mm-hmm. heard of, I had heard about it before it came out. But I've heard it's like a mix of Harvest Moon, but also like it's dungeon, kind of a dungeon crawler as well. And everything hmm. I've heard is that it's like a pretty damn good game. Um, 
and I don't know, let's see, Marvelous is the company that developed it, and apparently it's, um, yeah, it's just a, like a runaway success for them, which is very exciting. I kind of want to play it. <laughs> I'm, I'll see, I'll take a look at it. Rich is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that shit. But next up is something Thanks. I know Rich is very excited about. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I'm Near reincarnation pre-registration opens now. I have no idea what the hell this is. Um, so basically, it's an iOS um, game for Android and iOS. So uh, it's a mobile game in the series. It's the first one in the series. Sure. Um, <laughs> the cage is what you wake up in. You take control of a uh, girl who's lost her memory. Uh, if you want to go check out the trailer, that's pretty much it. So you can go register now uh, to be randomly selected to participate in the closed beta. Um, results in, obviously, with these type of games, if you do pre-registrations on mobile, um, when it actually comes out, there may be some bonus content, things like that. So take a look. There's no release date as of yet. So if you're a big Near fan, go check it out. Yeah. Um, I remember when I saw this article, I was like, I didn't even know they were making a near game, a near mobile game. I have no idea. I, I mean, sure. I mean, maybe it'll be good. I don't know why you need to pre-register for it. I don't know even like what genre yeah. it is or what. They'll, they're probably doing that for one to see how many people to, to give codes to, and then also like to see if they gauge the people whose interest. Um, I, I can see you know, dude. Like this is a totally. I, different topic well not different topic but it could branch off into something i feel like near is on its way to being like one of the top rpg series in the world yeah i don't i don't understand why well but i mean more information I about why we all feel this way go listen to our near automata review yeah we that we're that'll make us go into a rabbit hole so we yeah. should probably not do that i do want i still want to play replicant i've heard replicant is good but yeah we'll see oh well um, up next, Scarlet Nexus is going to be launching a demo later this month. Um, so Scarlet Nexus is a game that I've been like keeping my eye on since it was announced. It's like a, it's basically like a very, it reminds me a lot of Astral Chain, that platinum game on uh, Twitch or Switch. I'm sorry, uh, but it, it it's prettier and looks more, maybe a little bit even more out there and just. Yeah, I'm excited, and from everything I've heard from people that have played it, like previews, like apparently it's fucking good, or it's gonna be good. So, uh, the demo is coming to Xbox on May 21st, and PlayStation 4 and 5 on May 28th. So, um, if you have an Xbox Series, you get it about a week earlier, which is this demo exclusivity that's been going on lately. It's kind of bullshit, for being honest. Yep. Just because it would be different if it wasn't for like how hard these systems are to get still. But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of bullshit. Uh, have you looked into this game at all, Rich? Nope. All right, you should. <laughs> I, I, I think it looks pretty cool. All right, I will take a look. Very anime. All right. Okay, this one is this one is a quick one. Well, maybe a new uh, amiibo has been announced for. Zelda Skyward Sword HD. It is an amiibo of Princess Zelda from that game with her loft wing, which is like a big bird that the people in that game ride around on. It's very beautiful. Um, there's a lot I could say about it. 
it has a function to it that basically lets you fast travel. You can warp between the surface and the sky using it. And there's been a lot of controversy about it because why would you lock that very important quality of life feature that wasn't in the original game to an amiibo? But I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. They're probably testing it out. I was like, okay, so if people like fast travel, pay an extra $5 and uh, we'll, you can unlock that feature. Except the figure is $25. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get it. You know I'm like an amiibo collector. I know you will. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's already pre-ordered. So <laughs> He's like, yeah, um, this is stupid. Click. But click, the thing click, is, click, like, click. what are you doing? A lot of, in a lot of games, amiibos do, like, almost nothing. So it's like, oh, you got 10 coins or a mushroom in a Mario game, that type of shit. So it's like, do you put something really important that is, would, people will really enjoy? Or do you put like something in there that is useless? So it's like hard to make write a fine line. And then what's going to happen is they're going to make that hard to find. And then now you won't have people be able to get it. Dude, I could do like a, a entirely different podcast about Amiibo probably. Yes. Probably, probably not a weekly one, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited about Skyward Sword HD. I'll probably, I will definitely get the game. And I'll probably replay it soon after it comes out. We'll see. I'm excited. All right. So obviously we have to talk about this. This is Final Fantasy XIV's Endwalker gets a release date and a new job. So the game itself or the expansion is going to be released uh, November 23rd. Uh, the trailer looks pretty good. But there has been a new job class that's been announced. So that job class announced is called the Reaper. So that's kind of cool, um, and a new class or, or a new race. You you would love this, Scott. I know you're a big fan of the Vera, you know, the, the bunnies, yeah, the Vieras. I was gonna bring this up if you didn't. Oh, I saw it. Um, male. You can now Vieras. be a male Viera, which I is, thought they were legendary. Uh, the you can be a bunny boy, and I'll be honest, Rich. I like first of all. Do you remember the lore in 12? Did male Vieira exist or not? I know you never actually I didn't see think, any. I don't think they did. Or I, if they were, they're like, they, they don't live very long or they're just hidden or something, but I never saw them. of 12 is that the female Vieira had to leave the forest to find a male partner from another race in order to reproduce. Oh, yes. I could yes. be making that up in my head. No, I think you're right because Vaughn made a comment about that and I think Balthier was like, you better not get too close to her. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is really cool. Um, and, and there's a bunch of other details they announced. Like there's a bunch more FF4 references. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, Rich, like the, the urge is strong in me now to, to try this game. I know. This looks I badass. haven't been playing much of it. The, and, and you got Mo Reigns over there. He plays it all the time. Mm-hmm. I bet he's excited for all this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we'll have to see. I'm just, I'm just funny with that. Now, Waste makes a very good comment of uh, you had me at Bunny Boy. <laughs> so. Absolutely. There's Cat Boys, too. Yeah, which, uh, but... I don't know. I'm already thinking about what race would I choose? What class would I choose? It's such a... I'm just, I'm just very vanilla. My character is just a, just a person. Just a guy. A human. Yeah, I would, human. Um, I would be challenged to not pick that as well, if I'm being honest, cause for like my first MMO experience. But Cat yeah, Boy and Bunny to... Boy is also tempting. So you should do it. So we'll do it together, Scott. Just maybe, maybe soon. We'll do it. I'll I'll pass you soon. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't ha- doesn't have to do much. You just <laughs> play it for a couple hours. 
Yep. Okay, so, um, Rich, you'll also remember a couple weeks ago or so, we discussed how uh, Katy Perry was working with the Pokemon Company to help celebrate the Pokemon 25-year anniversary or whatever. Well, that uh, collaboration has now come out. She has released a music video called Electric. And believe it or not, um, the, the entire music video has her interacting with a CGI Pikachu and Pichu. Um, I listened to the song. I wouldn't say it's great. I think it's decent. It's like very listenable. Uh, have you heard, have you heard it? No. Um, all I can think of is Nintendo went to Katy Perry and like, Hey, you would like some money. Here you go. (laughs) Just sing a song about Pokemon. What do I got to do? We will do everything. You will put the Pokemon in here, CG. You just pretend like it's there and sing a song and it will give you money. I watched the video. Pikachu and Pichu are in it a lot, but I could not follow the story. Like the the, the video is very obviously trying to tell a story if you watch it. Um, but I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a money ploy. But yeah, go look up Katy Perry's electric. If you want to see her uh, collab with, with, with a, uh, Pokemon, I guess. <laughs> All right. So with that awesome news about Katy Perry. Let's go to the RPGs released in the last week, guys. So like we talked about earlier, Mass Effect Legendary Edition for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC launched May 14th. Uh, Void, I feel like this has already happened. But anyways, Void, Trellum, T-R-L, T-R-R-L-M, Open Perrin, close Perrin, semicolon, plus plus, slash slash, void terrarium, plus plus. There you go. Sure. Uh, it was released in PS5 on May 18th. I have no clue what this is. Um, Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy, PC, May 20th, entering early access. So it's it's a little slow week of releasing RPGs, but we're getting ready to go into the summer of RPGs, I promise you. The past couple episodes has been me and Corey, and every time he jokes that whoever came up with that title, that marketing person has not been fired yet, and it's still being investigated. <laughs> yep. However, we do have quite a few RPGs releasing in the coming week. First off, we got... Whoa, this is a hard word. Kooloon High School Chronicle on Switch. That's May 21st in Europe. Metopia. Is coming to Switch on May 21st, which is very ironic because Waste just mentioned Metopia in the chat. Hmm. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster is coming to PS4, Switch, and PC on May 25th. I've read a couple previews. Apparently, this is a very good game. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of people excited about it. Um, Biomutant, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on May 25th. Maneater is coming to the Switch on May 25th. Aluna sentinel of the shards is coming to switch and pc on may 26th and finally salasta crown of the magister is coming to pc on may 27th any of these pique your interest rich i mean i do have uh shin megami tensei 3 i've got it pre-ordered so that's that's an option there i'm curious about biomutant and that's really it that's the only ones i'm i'm concerned uh, possibly thinking about one day I'm gonna play Maneater. I want to play the the big shark game. Yep, it's based off of uh, Subnautica, isn't it? Is it? I think so. 
Well, now I definitely have to play it. If that's true. I think it is. I'll have to double check that. I'll let you know later. As far as so, Metopia goes, um, I also played the demo of that on stream. It was fun, yeah. but I think I would get tired of it after another couple hours and hate it probably. So, yeah, no, you can pass on that. Passing. <laughs> so with that out of the way, let's take. Nothing in this world can prepare you for this. You have been chosen by the Elder Gods as a representative of Earthrealm to record in the podcast of the century. Every season, the best podcasters from around the world are assembled to review, reminisce, and riff on a popular franchise on the latest season of Podcasters Assemble. With the imminent release of the latest highly anticipated Mortal Kombat film, we're taking a look back at all the movies and games of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Choose your mic. Together, you will be facing off against a gauntlet of films. 1995's Mortal Kombat, 1997's Mortal Kombat Annihilation, 2020's Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, and finally, this year's release of Mortal Kombat in theaters and on HBO Max on Friday, April 23rd, 2021. <coughs> Go to probablywork.com for more information on how to submit to this or future seasons of the show and listen to the latest episodes of Podcasters Assemble. Mortal Podcast! A quick break before we get to our main discussion. All right, then, guys, let's get to our main discussion. discussion today rich all right so our main discussion today guys is what rpgs do we wish could be resurrected now when you say resurrected what do you mean by that i mean brought back from the dead we threw a phoenix down on they rose back up from the ashes of you know just being lost out there so we've not seen them sequels or you know anything has been talked about in a long time that's what i'm talking about well i feel like there's a lot we could talk about Oh, yeah, there's probably um, a lot. I see that we both have a list here of things that we personally wish could be revived. Mm-hmm. Mine's a little longer than yours. Um, maybe before we dive into that, what do you think... Why do you think that RPGs, these series that people love and these games that people really liked, why do they die in the first place? I'm thinking it probably died because they, they built let's just let's go for an example they they built this game they built the lore they did everything they did such a great job wrapping it up that they can't build another story on it like prime example legends of dragoon i don't know how they could have done a second one although there was rumors that there don't was a second anything. one being made i want to play it one day 
And I you don't, will. I uh, yeah. So <laughs> you will. I'm not going to spoil it. I promise. But they okay. wrapped it up in such a nice way that you don't. There's not a need for a second one. Um, the Grandia series, like you know, those fizzled out because of the producer of that series. He passed away, or I think one of the brothers passed away. So we don't have him anymore. Um, I think really it, just, it comes down to. I mean, there, there's varying reasons. Like, I feel like the one you just mentioned about the Grandia producer, that's uh, unfortunate for sure, but probably one of the rarer reasons. Probably the yeah. most common reason I could think of would probably be money, right? Oh, uh, yeah. There's always that. I mean, RPGs have been kind of getting more traction these days, I believe. Um, but back back in the 90s and, and early 2000s, that they weren't a big powerhouse as they were now. I mean, you had your main main lines which is final fantasy dragon quest um grandia was at one point part of that series and and um uh, breath of fire those were another ones too but eventually they just stopped working everybody stopped playing them maybe some of the stories weren't that great in the last uh, storyline and they just it's like well these aren't really good anymore so we're done yeah well maybe i should name a couple real quick then yeah um so one series I wish could really be brought back would be Golden Sun. Um, I played the first couple on Game Boy Advance when they were out. Loved the shit out of them. I'm not sure if they've aged as well because I haven't played them since then, more or less. Um, but the So they did do a third game on the DS years later. Uh, but if I'm being honest, the third game was kind of shit. At least it's what happens shit in comparison to my memory of the first two. And the third game literally ends with a cliffhanger and saying like the end dot, dot, dot question mark. Um, but they haven't made another one. And it's sad because I know they made that third game after years of fans demanding that, that series be continued. Um, but it just hasn't been, you know, it's made that series is made by Camelot, which is traditionally the company that makes most notably Mario golf and Mario tennis games. Um, <laughs> speaking of which I'm excited about the upcoming Mario golf, but total side note. Um, <laughs> um, I, I would really love for that series to be continued. I, I do think it can still be salvaged. It's something, a series that has like a special place in my heart. Um, yeah. I, I would really love for that to be revived. Now I see on your list here, something that i mean i like the first one the second one apparently is is magical and people just love it to death the chrono series <laughs> that was so, going to come up no matter what during this yeah. discussion right everybody says it everybody says the same thing it's the, you know they want chrono trigger to be brought either to the modern consoles uh, a remaster a remake or a third game um i haven't personally beaten the second one or chrono cross but it is typically a very well sought out game that they people want uh, not sure what the deal is, but why do you hmm. think why do you think Square is so hesitant to capitalize on their Chrono brand? Because that you know that that is in the running for the best RPG of all time. Anytime you ask somebody what's your favorite RPG of all time, they're gonna say like Final Fantasy VI or Seven or Chrono Trigger nine times yeah. out of ten. Um, and, and yet they've only made two games. The last game in the series was on the PlayStation One. Uh, we know a long that, time ago. Yeah, we know that there was 
rumors or talks of I'm not super familiar with the history of Chrono uh, Break that never materialized. Um, okay, I don't know. Like, what do you? What what do you think? There's do you think that they just don't want to ruin the magic or the memory? Like they know they can never live up to Chrono Trigger or what? I mean, if they were worried about ruining the magic, what? Why did they keep doing what? I mean, why did they do what they did with Kingdom Hearts? Bird, I'm just. I, I would say fuck you, but <laughs> see, kind of, yeah. That's exactly what it is. They they spend so much time. I think a lot of the resources was like, okay, they got so they got Final Fantasy. They had their Dragon Quest. They have their Kingdom Hearts. Those were very popular games, and they decided, like, we're just going to keep capitalizing. We're just going to keep doing it. We're going to keep, you know, throwing these out there. We got our whole big teams on it. We're going to make them big and grand. But they forgot about some of their backlog. Like, you, we're starting to see more Saga stuff come out, which I freaking hate to death. Um, that's a, that's for, a very interesting point. Like, Saga was kind of a franchise there for yeah. a while that was kind of dead. And, and now it's it seems like they're really, really pushing it. Yeah, I don't know why they're, they're doing that one. Um Star Ocean was another one, but that's that's made by Triace and conjuncture with with Square Enix, um, if I remember correctly. Um, but they were pumping those games out too, and some of them weren't that great. But you know they've got these backlogs of of Chrono, uh, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, um, with some other ones too. They have a couple backlogs of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it probably is money or lack of resources, or it could be a CEO that's like. Well, we've only made two of those, but we've got like a, a shit ton of, of Kingdom Heart games. We got so many Final Fantasies. Let's just keep going. Let's keep we just keep it up. Or there's no story. They just they don't know how to continue it. I played. Um, I have not played Chrono Trigger. Or I'm sorry, I would be fired from this podcast immediately. Yeah, if you I, that need was to get out of here. I I have not played Chrono Cross. Um, I haven't either. I've heard though that it does. That one does also end on a bit of a cliffhanger. So I don't I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of like what the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. They haven't even brought Chrono Trigger to Switch in any way yet. Which is which I thought was I find that definitely very odd. Yeah. But they haven't brought one through five on Final, or one through six on Final Fantasy yet. That's true. They haven't brought. Um, they did one through three of Dragon Quest and left everything else out, and they've got uh, eleven on there. Um, speaking of games that have cliffhangers on them, Legends of Lagaya uh, has a cliffhanger. I don't know if you know that. I haven't finished it, even though I do like the game generally. So, no spoilers. All right, fine. But there's a, there is a cliffhanger in Lagaya that has nothing to do with the guy dual dual, uh, dual saga or whatever that second game is. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So you know but they try. People that. don't like the second game in comparison. No, they don't. It doesn't have the same magic as the as the first one. And you've got um, let's see another one on your list. Breath of Fire. They're not integrated in a way but they are kind of together as in you have the same characters and same kind of lore um but fret the fire is one that i'm almost kind of surprised that didn't continue what, what was yeah. the last game was it dragon quarter i think it was and that one was kind of like a weird chibi looking thing or maybe not chibi but uh the art style wasn't the best um a lot of people say three is the best one, along with uh, four is like a close second or interchangeable between the two. I know you've been itching to play replay. Three. Oh my god! Oh, I've been itching so bad, and I'm going to push my so much for this next RPG club to try to get that one in. Is that going to be your pick? It, yeah, it's going to be my pick. It's 
spoiler. I was, I know. Sorry, guys. Well, I mean, things could change. Bill could talk me out of it. I don't know. <laughs> he is, he has this weird power over me. He, I, I don't know. Do, why. do you want to beat him up? Yeah, please beat him up. Please right. tell him to stop bothering me. Will do. Um, you love this next series, Parasite Eve. I was almost when I okay. So this everybody, this is Rich's episode. If you haven't gathered, and so like we take turns planning the episodes or try to anyway. When I went in to fill in like what RPG series I wish were revived, and Rich had taken Parasite Eve, I was like, God, damn it! <laughs> I did that on purpose. I love Parasite Eve, the first game specifically. Um, Parasite Eve two is not the worst thing in the world, but I don't like it anywhere near as much. Let's not even talk about the third birthday. Um, but I would love. That makes me scared though. Like I would love a par- another Parasite Eve game like a sequel or something, but I'm scared based on what they did with Parasite Eve 2 and the third birthday. Like it would be just pure See? shit. That's uh, another thing that people are scared of is if they take these developing companies, take this, okay, the people want a, a Parasite Eve. I'm like, well, what story can we do? Well, just let's just shoot. Yeah, whatever. We'll just make something up. And it totally jacks the whole storyline up. So that's a fear. That's a real fear that you have, and so does the community. Yeah. Um, however, I've had it. I think I had a dream one time about a remake of the first Parasite Eve in the style of um, the Resident Evil Two remake, and uh, that is that would be amazing. Because Parasite Eve came out right around Resident Evil One and Two, right? Around that time. And so, I th- and I think that's why Parasite Eve Two took a more survival horror slant mm-hmm. um, just because those Resident Evil games are so popular at the time. But, but I, I've mean. talked about it before, but that first game is like top 10 games for me. I think it's like number five or six on my list. And it, it made the top list of um, various um, RPG games, right? I think it did. Like top list of things. Mm-hmm. I think so. So there's that. Now here's another thing I, w- I want you to think about. Dino Crisis remake. I know it's nothing to do with the show, but I just I was gonna say that's that. not an RPG. But I know, that, but I want it, dude. I I do love Dino Crisis. I played the shit out of that when I was a kid. Yeah, so, I never played uh, any. Of the, I only played the first one. But yeah, the first one's worth it. Is the only thing that's worth anything is the first one. Mm. Okay. Um. Now you put something on your list. I want you to talk. Can you guess what it is? Well, you're jumping around here. I don't know. No, hasn't been I'm just, yet. I'm control. I'm in control of <laughs> oh, this. I'm, I'm so the captain scared. now. <laughs> um, Not father. Oh, mother slash earthbound. Yes. Why, why do one. you say that? Um. So I have only played the original earthbound and it starts off really fucking hard. Like the, again, it's like I was telling you about some Nautica earlier. It's like you got to get past the first couple hours, but when you do, it's like it 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 like just embeds itself into you like some kind of like fever dream, almost like it has total control over you. <laughs> um, Corey and I played it together a few years ago for the first time. Yeah, I did not play this when I was a kid. This is like a in the past five years probably. And really? I, yeah. Oh. I I loved it. Um, it was really good. It was. It's just got. It's like, what if they took the sand lot and then, but all the kids are high? 
kind of. <laughs> That's a good analogy for it. I get that. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, Nintendo has this franchise on their hands. I, I say franchise in quotes because it, it's three games, and the last game was on the Game Boy Advance. But um, Mother 3 never even came to America. There's a lot of love for the series out there. I know Waste mentioned it in the chat earlier that he wanted a, a Mother uh, revival. Um, what about uh, Terry Crews? He wants it. Terry, yeah, we talked about that not that long ago. Terry Crews wants Mother Three. Um, I, I don't. I, I really don't know why they don't continue it. I know again, it's an RPG. Nintendo tends to not like, as far as first party franchises, hone super in on RPGs. Um, but I don't. I feel what? like they're 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 just missing out. Like there's so much fan love for Mother out there these days. But the thing is, though, Nintendo, the Switch, has become such a powerhouse for RPGs in general. That's true. I mean, it would be dumb for them to ignore some of these RPGs that they have in their backlog that have come only to 3DS. Um, I mean, you have so many series that are now on um, the Switch, the Final Fantasies, um, shit, the, the Nino Kuna, the Dragon Quest, um, just the list goes on of RPGs on the Switch. So why not capitalize on that? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. They, I mean, we have never officially even gotten Mother Three yet. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've heard that it's a very good game, so it's kind of sad. What um, if Terry Crews was hinting at it and we didn't listen? Terry Crews localizes it himself. That, or he's just like, "Hey guys, mother, like I want Mother Three, and Nintendo was like, "Let's gauge to see what would happen if you know Terry <laughs> Crews, which has nothing to do with anything, has never. I mean, he plays a few video games, but it has nothing to do with like." you know, RPGs in general. Let's see what happens. And, it, and you know, people were like, oh my God, that's weird. Yep. All right, so let me cover the rest of the ones on my list here. I think we already okay. got through your list. Yes, um, we did. My list this, is short. This is a, another major one for me. Uh, Mega Man Legends. So this seems weird to mention on an RPG show because like, what Mega Man? For those that don't know, there was a sub-series of Mega Man on the PlayStation 1 called Mega Man Legends, where it was like fully 3D environment. You went through dungeons, you had equipment. It's barely an RPG, but like I fucking loved those games. And I'm not even like a huge Mega Man fan. Um, but the second one in particular is one of my favorite games of all time. Hmm. And it ends... I'm going to try to keep this as spoiler free as possible but you like won't even know what i'm talking about if you haven't played the game but it ends with Mega Man stuck on the moon uh and all the other characters are trying to like devise plans to go and rescue him and Hmm. that's that's the ending um it's a weird ending they yeah it is it's literally a cliffhanger ending like the one of the most cliffhangeriest endings i've seen um and then they were working on a Mega Man Legends 3 on the 3DS, I believe. Um, and it was very weird because it was like a Capcom fan project. Because Capcom was like sourcing ideas from the fans. And they even created a demo that never got officially released to the public. And then at the, the ninth hour, Capcom was like, actually, we decided to cancel it. And it was just such a soul-crushing heartbreak for everybody. I fucking love Mega Man Legends, and if they that third game ever becomes a thing, I will cry tears of happiness. <laughs> uh man. Okay. 
Um, also, I've lived in Super Mario RPG and Paper Mario in here. Super Mario RPG, I talked to you about this last time we did an episode. Um, as far as like our Why Do We Love RPGs, I believe the topic was. Yeah. Um, Super Mario RPG, my first RPG, it was great. We've gotten sort of successors in the Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi series, but Square Enix has never done another one. Um, we never got a remake or a remaster or a port or a sequel in any way, and it was just such a magical game. I would love to have another one. Paper Mario, I know we are still getting Paper Mario games today, but not like they used to be. Um, Thousand Year Door was the last true RPG. You could still say Super Paper Mario, which I do love um, also. was also an RPG. I haven't played Color Splash or... um, What's the new one? Origami King? Um, Yeah, that's the new one. But they... What I've heard is they are decent games, but they are not... They do not recapture the magic. Um, So... Waste in the chat says, oh, great, more Paper Mario Geeky. I'm not saying Color Splash <laughs> and Origami King are bad. I haven't played them. I just know that they're not what I want from Paper Mario. Uh, and then finally, this has been rectified recently, but the world ends with you. Until until just earlier this year, that was another series. It's where coming we, back. We were like, we're never going get to get a sequel. They keep hinting at it. They keep burning like stoking those flames but we're never going to get it and now we are and so maybe we can look at this game as an example of something to like never give up hope that's right like my final fantasy 13 hope yeah never give up the final fantasy 13 hope (laughs) final note ps here etrian odyssey i'm not an etrian odyssey fan i played a demo of one of the games on the ds and thought it was really cool but i think after the ds died they stopped making those games because there was a mechanic where you had to map out the dungeons on the bottom screen, and now they don't know how to do it. Um, hmm. So maybe one day. Is there any other series that we wish could be resurrected? No. I mean, I think we covered most of them. A lot of the the love for a lot of these different RPGs are, are ingrained to us. Now, we're going to get to listener feedback here in a second, and you're going to see a trend, I think. Okay. You're going to see a trend. I like it. So let's kind of get to the listener feedback. Uh, we kind of talk about the ones that we wish would come back. Um, if they do show up and we get announcements, you guys heard it first here in the RPG after years that we predicted these things. We get credit. If any of these games that we've mentioned this entire episode get a sequel, it was our idea. Yep. Our idea first. So the first of them, I'll take the first one is Frost, our good buddy Frost here. Um, up until recently, I would have said Beholder's Gate, but there's uh, Beholder's Gate 3. I guess that's kind of then like a movie. Yeah. And then I would have said Mass Effect. Hmm. Seems everything I get, everything I like gets remade. I'll say Metroid. I want to say Chrono Trigger, but I kind of don't. So, yep, there's one of ours. I should have made him elaborate on that. Like, what it, What do you mean by you don't want it resurrected? I think yeah. maybe that goes along with what I was saying about Parasite Eve, where it's like, yeah, I don't know. It could be terrible. Metroid's not an RPG, though. I don't know what he's smoking. Mm. Um, so the next one is from Kaboski, who says, I want Super Mario RPG to be resurrected. All right, uh, Kaboski, you want to join my official fan club or my official uh, petition to have Super Mario RPG be resurrected? He has, a, he has a clipboard, and a piece of paper. 
It's just got his name on it. You uh, can sign Frost it. is actually hanging out in this, the chat, apparently. He says, I meant they can only mess it up, Chrono, the Chrono series. <laughs> we said the same thing. That's why I don't think a lot of people want it to happen. Yeah, so, it's, it's in rose-colored glasses. Yeah, definitely. So, Jay the S. I like what he did there with his name uh, because of the Loth. What? Not sure, not sure what we mean by resurrected, but I would love for Final Fantasy VI to get a remake treatment. Seven is getting, yeah. There's a lot of people that said the same thing. They would really love to see um, six get remade in the same fashion. Um, it's kind of what we mean a little bit. Um, these are games that if they don't like, well, if if it's basically to the point where they can't redo the story or not redo, continue the story in a different way, a remake would be the same way to revive it. Yeah, I uh, I don't, I can't think of a way that a Final Fantasy VI remake works in the same style as seven. I think like an Octopath Traveler, maybe. Either that, or they cut out half the cast. I don't know. <laughs> but that would piss off a lot of people. Yeah. Rob says, not knowing by what you mean, resurrected. I would still offer Legend of Lagaya and Lunar Silver Star Story. Well. Rich is the resident Lagaya fan, I think. I am, and why does not nobody understand what resurrected means? Bring back from the dead. You and your lack of context. Apparently, I suck at it. Sorry, guys. But yes, I would love that. I would love Lagaya to be to brought back from the dead. Didn't you but guys play, play one of the Lunar games back in the Golden Years days? Or no, we played Yeast. Okay, I think I get Fantasy Star and Lunar mixed up in my head. Yeah, fine. Fantasy Star. Bleh. You guys should fire me. No, <laughs> I, you're the whole, you're the glue that holds us together. Right. If not, it's just me, <laughs> and uh, that's not good glue. I'm gonna tell you. So, uh, Kylie, re resurrected RPG? Question mark. Breath of Fire is a solid candidate. Boom, love it. Um, but I would love another Jade Cocoon as well as my long shot wild card. Yes, I'm aware Nino Kuna is basically Jade Cocoon. I didn't know that. But it's not the same Dagnama. I, I don't understand that, but is it the same? Uh I I mean, obviously I've heard of Jade Cocoon. I'm I have not, too. I've not seen any footage of it. I was not aware that they were similar. I guess Jade Cocoon must be very anime. Probably. I don't know. We're but... not we don't have Jay here. He can't tell us. <laughs> the anime master. Yes. All right, Colin says, Game Resurrection, Dark Cloud. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. I did not read most of these prior to this episode. so That's why you do it. That's why. I loved both entries and was saddened by no third. But also, to echo Bill, Breath of Fire would be amazing. I've heard great things about Dark Cloud. I've not played them myself, but I, I know that is a like a well-loved series that has since died. I think you can play it on the on the PlayStation Network. That's a good point. Oh, that reminds me, real quick. You mentioned Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. Um, did you know that um, Darts, the main character of that game, was planned mm-hmm. to be a character in uh, in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? Yes, I did. I don't know why they didn't put him in there, though. Maybe, maybe too obscure, but like also your the roster they had in that game was already weak. <laughs> so. Yeah. So they were going to put him in. Well, and like I said, there was that rumor going around that they were going to play. There was going to be another one. Now there has been tweets in the last year or so from like the guy that's created it. A lot of like cryptic 
talk. So mm. we'll see. Okay. But Mini BT resurrected Golden Sun. The third game literally ends with the the end question mark cliffhanger. See the themes I'm telling you about earlier? What's standing out at you? We're all on the same page. Yep. We all want the same things. We just need to combine our powers and make it happen. See, that's what we're going to test with this Final Fantasy 13 thing. With <laughs> our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think this has been a, a good discussion. The uh, There's lots of things we could, we could hope for. And, and I think RPGs are obscure enough to where it's like, there are some series that some fans are like the community just like remember so fondly so fucking fondly and it's like please please sir they need to hold up the, the cup yep. please resurrect it so um, we would pay we would give you money like i swear to god we would buy these things but yeah, yeah. frost in the chat says bring back quest 64 i remember playing that when i was a kid and it was no. not, a, not a good experience he says just ki- just kidding don't do that yeah <laughs> anything else about rpgs we want to be no, let's let's just close this bad boy out. All right. of the legend of dragoon main theme by dj mystics claire so that's what that was i was like why does this sound familiar i just looked up dragon quest remix or dragon legend of dragoon remixes right before the show so nice nice so that's it for this week's episode guys scott what are we gonna do next week bud i actually wanted to i meant to talk to you about this before the episode if <laughs> Rich, I am on vacation next week. You you son of a bee. But I'll be back to record with you on Sunday. Yay. Special request. Do you think you can plan the Spider-Man Miles Morales review this week? I thought we did that, but yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I could do it. I could do it. All right. Same stuff. We'll also include the, uh, the final segment of World of Final Fantasy RPG Club on that episode. It's gonna be a big ass review. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a two-hour episode. Probably. <laughs> Yay! Well, we talked about Spider-Man so much. Like, we can like really. Oh yeah. I always, I always say this. I'm like, we can just zoom through this and that, and then we never do. Um, the story <laughs> and then the gameplay is basically the same, but with a few um, enhancements. And yeah. So, speaking of the RPG Club. World of Final Fantasy, if you're playing along, finish the game by Sunday, May 30th. Launch it into our plugs. Yes. Plugs. Rate and review us, guys. You can rate and review us any place that you get your podcasting uh, services, such as iTunes, uh, Google, 
Um, I Spotify heard that Stitcher stopped it recently. Screw you, Stitcher. I think Apple Podcasts may be the only one that matters now. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely po- Apple Podcasts. Or, or is there a review on Amazon Music and Spotify? No idea. I don't think so. I have no clue. But yeah, if you'd like to do that, please do. Uh, Get us in the uh, um, uh, the algorithm of places to make us rise up. Just so there you go. Please, please, please. If you want to reach out to the show, maybe you don't want to leave a review, but you want to like give some constructive criticism or give us episode ideas, or you just have some questions, uh, feel free to do that via our email, which is rpgafteryears at gmail.com. I like that. Good place to do that. Um, speaking of a good place to show support for the show is Patreon. Patreon, you can get early episode access, ad-free episodes, aftercasts occasionally, um, extra reviews. Uh, there are 20-plus reviews, so i got to say that my boy Scott and my podcast husband, Corey, likes to pump out reviews of non-RPGs like crazy. So if we you want... Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want something, um, a review on some some game, we probably have already talked about it. Um, so go check it out. Uh, the RPG Club. So you, if you are a member of us with the Patreon, you can help us decide what RPG we're going to play. And that's coming and up much, in just a couple more. of weeks. Yes, I'm so excited. So definitely. Um, you can find that at patreon.com forward slash RPG after years. Yes, yes, yes. It's the reason we keep on is knowing that you guys love us. Yes. By paying us money. Um, okay. So the Twitch, we do stream all of our episodes to Twitch usually. Um, that's We usually stream Sundays at 9 a.m. Eastern. That will still be true this coming week when Rich and I meet again. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. That's at twitch.tv slash RPG after years. I also play games, sometimes RPGs, at my own Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the Scott Spot. Thanks, Rich. Love it. I'm going to make you do it every time. Even as I didn't hear, I'm going to make you do it. Um, I know. All right. If you guys are in the Twitch channel right now, you can see the next thing we're going to talk about is Scott's lovely shirt with her merchandise. Um, I'm the not RPG sure I've worn this one on stream before. I don't think you have. It looks nice. I know it's dark, but uh, it's just like a black uh, crew night, just like a black t-shirt with our logo. Yes, I like it. So the merch store you can find at Redbubble at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash RPG after years forward slash explore. And something else we would really like it if you guys did was be to join our Discord. We have a lot of gags in there. We talk about all kinds of bullshit. What was going on in the Discord today, Rich? I feel like it was popping off more than usual. Um, Jay came out of hiding. Oh, yeah. Jay was talking Briefly. about his house being sold. I feel like we talked about World of Final Fantasy quite a bit. Um, and the tweet for Final Fantasy thirteen thing. Um, yeah. And then I don't remember what else what it was, but it was happening. Like, there's, you know, this community's pretty good. It's getting I was up like, there God with damn it. Why is this tab not muted? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you can find the link to that. We would love it if you joined us. It's in the show notes and our pinned tweet on Twitter. One more thing before we hit the, the last thing here. I meant to announce we do have a new uh, Patreon. They are a patron, I should say. They are Brandokin. 
Yay! Rando can tell me how much they enjoy the show, how they've been with us since episode 10, and they're just so happy to have a community of people that are um, love RPGs just as much as I do, as they do. Also, Thank God, they're not, they didn't go back and lo- listen to the other stuff that we did. Ooh, that was rough. <laughs> um, also, Kabosk, uh, I'm sorry. Also, Kazlo up to their pledge from the one dollar tier to the five dollar tier. So thank you, Kazlo. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it. Now to the Twitter. You can find us and talk to us on the show at RPG after or blah blah blah. Let's go back. RPG years. You can find me at Hailblue1569. And you can find me at the Scott Spot. All right. And that's it for episode. 66 i think that was a great episode and here's hoping some of them actually come back one day it'd be really nice but thank you all that have those have submitted your thoughts on the subject and we'll see everyone next week when we put the final wrap on world of final fantasy and go swinging through the city as miles morales i'm rich and i'm scott i'm jay he's not here rich he's gone (laughs) bye Bye, guys.